Are you looking for fun and creative ways to teach your kids about the true meaning of Christmas this year? Are you longing to see your children get more excited about the birth of Jesus rather than plastic toys and candy canes? Then we're so glad you're joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Katie Morgan, and welcome to Parenting with Ginger Hubbard. Ginger is the best-selling author of Don't Make Me Count to Three, Wise Words for Moms, and I Can't Believe You Just Said That. She speaks at women's events, parenting conferences, and homeschool conventions across the country. You can check out her parenting resources and find out when she's speaking in or near your area at gingerhubbard.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for updates so you'll always know about new podcast episodes. You'll also receive a free gift from Ginger when you sign up. If you enjoyed this podcast and find it encouraging, would you prayerfully consider partnering with us by making a monthly or even a one-time donation? Whether it's a dollar a month or $20 a month, your support helps to sustain this podcast and keep it on the air. If you feel led to partner with us, please just go to gingerhubbard.com support to donate any amount. And along those lines, we want to take a moment to thank Brianna from Indiana, the Hoosier State. Brianna is our very first monthly supporter, and we just want to take a moment to say thank you, Brianna, for your support. This enables us to further our mission to help parents reach the hearts of the children for the glory of God. Again, just go to gingerhubbard.com support to donate any amount. Well, listeners, before we start this topic, I have to let you all know that we lied to you. We said this week we would be talking about teaching siblings to resolve conflict biblically, but as we know, the mind of podcasters plan their way in a nice thorough spreadsheet, but the Lord directs our path. So our plan is to air that episode after Christmas because Ginger and I have some fun Christmas-related episodes planned for you between now and then. So make sure you're subscribed. You don't want to miss any of the fun. So in short, as I often say on this podcast, this was all Ginger's fault. Right, Ginger? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. As usual, I'll take it. As usual. Okay. (laughs) No, really. I was so pumped up about the episode we did last week on cultivating unity among siblings. So I was in sibling mode, which got me all fired up about wanting to do an episode on teaching siblings to resolve conflict biblically. But I wasn't thinking about it being December. And you're right, Katie. We don't want to miss the opportunity to encourage our listeners with more Christmas-related topics. And we've actually had some great questions come in regarding Santa and the challenges of interacting with difficult relatives over the holidays. So we're excited to dive into some of those topics this month. But don't worry, we are planning to address the sibling conflict when Lord willing after the Christmas season. Okay, let's get to the topic at hand. Today, we're talking about fun traditions and practical ideas that will point our families toward Christ. So Ginger, what is your first idea? I'm actually going to start out with a fun tradition that we did not do, but I wish we would have. I got this idea from my friend Kim Sorges, and I just love it. Kim would individually wrap Christmas books, Christ-centered ones, of course, because she's a Jesus-loving mama who wanted her kids to understand the true meaning of Christmas. Kim let her kids pick and unwrap one book for her to read to them every day leading up to Christmas. Kids love to open presents, and they love for parents to read to them. So this is a super fun tradition that gives us the opportunity to slow down from all the shopping and planning and festivities and all the crazy busyness of the season and keep the main thing the main thing. And that's celebrating the birth of Jesus and all that he's done for us. Reading Christ-centered books with our children is a great way to do that. So stock up on the hot chocolate and snuggle it by the lights of the Christmas tree with your little ones and help them understand and appreciate the greatest gift they'll ever received, which is the gift of Jesus. 
Kim and I actually did an Instagram giveaway together last month of 12 of her favorite books. So if you like this idea and you're looking for books that are biblically sound and truly Christ-centered, because a lot of them claim to be, but they're not, Mm. uh, then head over to my Instagram at ginger.hubbard, and you can just scroll, scroll through all the books that Kim recommends. I know we're only a couple of weeks away from Christmas, but all the books that we recommended in the giveaway are available on Amazon with t- uh, free two-day shipping for Prime members. So there's still time to start this tradition, at least for the week leading up to Christmas. Also, we'll put a link in the show notes for the 12 books Kim recommends, as well as some of my favorites, and that Ginger and I know are biblically sound. Now, Ginger, the idea of wrapping 24 books and actually having the emotional energy (laughs) to do that every night for 24 nights in a row is 100% unrealistic for me. Um, I'm whichever Enneagram number it is that can't do anything for 24 straight days except change my mind. That's just me. That's how I operate. So what I do instead is I put a basket by our fireplace containing some really great Christmas picture books, a lot actually. Um, And again, we'll put a link in the show notes to some of those. And on the nights when we're home in December, and if I'm still conscious by bed, time. We'll grab one of those books and do a few of our other favorite family traditions. That's right. It doesn't have to be 24 books. That's actually why Kim and I only offered 12 in the giveaway. Committing to 24 would probably be stressful for most families. No doubt. And even wrapping 12 is for me. So I came across some muslin bags that I saw one mom did and put the books in a bag and tied it up and just put a number on it corresponding to the day. So I will try to find a link to that on Amazon as well and put that in our show notes. Yeah, cool. I like that. Okay, Ginger, you mentioned hot chocolate. I know you also have a tradition of making a delicious hot chocolate mix for your family every year. I do. It's a super easy powdered mix, and I actually double the recipe so that we have plenty for us, and then I divide up the second batch into little tin containers to give as gifts throughout December. Uh, This is an idea I got from my good friend Tama many years ago, and I've been doing it ever since. Tama put the mix in a jar and used ribbon to attach a card with a Bible verse and the recipe for the hot chocolate mix. It's a delicious blend, and you can mix it with milk or water, but of course, I think milk is the way better option in my opinion. And I'll put that recipe in our show notes. I can't wait to check that out. My husband, Brian, has a great powdered mix as well that he makes for our family, but he uses almond milk because we are recovering vegans. And I like to put a drop or two of peppermint extract in there as well, just to make mm, the peppermint hot Yeah, chocolate. that sounds good too. Mm-hmm. Our tradition has always been to decorate our Christmas tree the weekend after Thanksgiving. And so that's when we break out the hot chocolate for the first time. And my kids, of course, have those special mugs with their names on them, handmade by their Mimi. And Aww. even though they're both now in their 20s, Mimi's mugs are the only ones ones that they'll use for drinking the hot chop- chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, some traditions are just not meant to be broken, no matter how old you are. That's right. I usually get my tins to give away the hot chocolate mix, either at Dollar Tree or Hobby Lobby. They have some really cute, inexpensive ones with pretty Christmas designs on them. And on the recipe card I, that I attach to the tins, I like to write Isaiah 9-6, which says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. But of course, you could use whatever Bible verse you want to. Oh, okay. And speaking of decorating Christmas trees, my friend Nancy Witt, who has actually already gone to be with Jesus, had a wonderful tradition with her family. Every year, Nancy got each child a new ornament that related to something they experienced that year. For example, when they were younger, she gave them ones for trips they went on 
as a family and plays and concerts and sports they were involved in. And as they got older, they got ornaments related to funny things that happened to them. Her daughter, Karen, told me that she got a fireman ornament one year after she accidentally caught two of their cars on fire while she was trying to jumpstart one. Two. She, she caught <laughs> two of their two. cars. I know. I don't know how that in the world, so but she great. did. Uh, and that's not she, great that that happened, but that's hysterical that she I'm gave sure it was her not a, funny at the time. I know. A fireman ornament. <laughs> but great for the ornament on the tree. <laughs> and she said they got police ornaments when they got speeding tickets or <laughs> got into a car accident or something like that. And uh, when I asked her about some of their favorites, Karen texted this to me. She wrote, One of the family favorites for sure was the year I started wearing a bra. Mom found a Barbie bra and rigged up an ornament with it. I could totally picture her mother, Nancy, doing this. So that's such a Nancy thing. Karen went on to say that as a middle schooler, she was so embarrassed, but she still hung it on the tree because it was such a special tradition. She said this simple tradition made putting up a tree so much fun for her whole family every year, not only remembering the special and funny things that happened, but also talking about past memories and thanking the Lord for their family as they hung ornaments Mm. together. I just love that. Mm -hmm. And of course, once the kids were grown and out on their own, they got to take their special ornaments with them and start their own tradition. Karen said that now that her mom is with Jesus, putting up her tree every year is such a sweet time of memories. Oh, okay. So the Barbie bra ornament might be a stretch in a Christ-centered Christmas celebration, (laughs) but but I absolutely love this idea of buying or making ornaments that commemorate memorable life events. So our family does the same thing when we travel or go on field trips together, Uh, but I have never thought about commemorating life events beyond that. So I'm absolutely going to add that to our tradition. I probably need to go back and buy like eight police ornaments um, for my husband for when he was in college. (laughs) He had a little bit of a lead foot. (laughs) Okay. Now I know this could seem off topic to our listeners since these are all ideas for ornaments that might have nothing to do with the birth of Christ. But I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that we are absolutely free as Christians to choose that time of year to celebrate, to laugh, and to thank God for the gift of our earthly family. Jesus had an earthly family, and I bet they had favorite meals and inside jokes and traditions Mm. as well. So it's fun to think that as we set up our Christmas tree every year, we are reliving our family history in a very unique way. And if we really stop to think about it, God's word is also our family story. So having said that, it makes me want to add ornaments to our tree commemorating our salvation as well. I don't know what that might look like, but um, I'm on it. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I don't know if you and your family have jumped on the monthly membership bandwagon, but my family really has. There are several that we get super excited about, but one of my kids' absolute favorites is called Dwell. Dwell is a monthly membership of scripture designs to help you and your family memorize one Bible verse every month. So we have what's called the Family and Friends membership, and it includes a four by five and a half print of the scripture verse, two key cards with the verse, and this is my favorite part, nine temporary tattoos. The designs are just beautiful, and I think this is a perfect Christmas or a birthday gift that doesn't include just more plastic stuff laying around the house. Actually, I have a funny story about my dwell tattoo. I was having dinner with my parents one night, and I had one on my wrist because we were learning John 8:36. Well, my dad saw it and asked if I had a new tattoo on my arm, and I was like, yeah, Dad, I've had this for almost 10 years. <laughs> and he said, well, I never noticed that before. <laughs> And then I had to confess that I lied to my dad about a fake scripture tattoo. So, you know, don't be like me. To learn more about this wonderful way to help you and your family hide God's word in your heart, go to dwelldifferently.com and use the code GINGER10 to get 10% off your order. 
Again, that's dwelldifferently.com and use the code GINGER10. As a mom, I can't imagine going back to the good old days where parents just sent their teenagers off in a car without a way to call if they, you know, get into a fender bender with their insurance agent's daughter. That's a true story, I did that. And as my kids mature, I like the idea of them being able to reach me if something happens. Uh, But I don't like the idea of giving my kids access to the entire World Wide Web of wackadoos. This is why I'm ecstatic to introduce you to our sponsor, Gab Wireless. They are the first smartwatch and smartphone provider to actually do something smart when it comes to our kids. Gab watches and phones look and feel like all the smart devices on the market, but the great thing is that they don't cost more than a mortgage payment. And they're super safe for kids. There's no internet, no apps, no games, no social media, and no contract. Instead, the Gab watches and phones have just the functionality that is safe for kids and nothing more. Gab watches and phones are just $100 and start at $10 per month for service. But for our podcast listeners, Gab has offered $30 off the price of their watches and phones. Just use the code GINGER at checkout to get your Gab watch or Gab phone for just $70. Go to Gab, that's G-A-B-B wireless.com and use the code GINGER at checkout. Again, that's Gab, G-A-B-B wireless.com and use the code GINGER at checkout. Okay, one more quick tip about ornaments, and this is a freebie because we do have a quick tip later in the show, but I have bought some oil-based Sharpie paint pens, and when we buy ornaments on a family trip, for example, I'll write on the back any details I want to remember, like the date or the occasion for the trip. So we'll put a link in the show notes to the pens that I use. They're great for any material, like glass or wooden ornaments, and you know I've tried them on lots of different materials. So tried and true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another tradition I've heard about for celebrating Jesus is topping the Christmas tree with a crown of thorns and hanging ornaments on it with the names of Jesus. We actually used to have a crown of thorns we put underneath our star, but it broke a couple of years ago. Poor packing on my part. I need to order another one because I really like that. I actually just thought of that. Uh, We'll link to a crown of thorns tree topper in the show notes. And I also found a beautiful set of 24 ornaments with the names of Jesus on Amazon Prime. So I'll link to those as well. And if you guys already have tree toppers and ornaments coming out of your nose, what would be a really (laughs) cool thing to do is to have a separate small tree decorated with the crown of thorns and the names of Jesus ornaments. And then let that be the tree that you put all the wrapped Christmas books under. I I like that. Totally plan on doing that with my grandchildren when and if I ever have them. They're (laughs) not even on the radar at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Ginger, I have a great book recommendation for that. Um, I'm in the middle of reading a book called God's Names by Sally Michael. It's not a Christmas book specifically, but it would go so well with your idea and maybe even as an Advent reading. Uh, The chapters are pretty short and engaging enough for older kids as well. So I've learned a ton using that book. So Mm. that's a great, we'll add that to the show notes as well. For sure. The last idea that's always been a tradition for us is a very simple one. On Christmas morning, we always read about the birth of Jesus in Luke chapter 2 and give thanks to him before, you know, everyone tears into the presents. (laughs) All right, Katie, that's all I've got. So what about your family? What are some fun ideas and traditions that you guys have? Well, I find that the things that help us focus on Christ the most during this season are telling stories. So both Bible stories and fiction stories that point to Christ. Uh, giving to others, and sharing good food. So that last one is a particular favorite of mine because (laughs) when you think about the ministry of Jesus, 
food played a vital role in it. And the Bible is replete with references to feasting, both metaphorical and actual feasting. Um, I'll admit that I'm still working on this one. Um, I'm a big fan of the eating part, but I don't (laughs) particularly enjoy the cooking part. But one of my favorite things we did before COVID was to take homemade snacks and sweets to our local fire department and police department on Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. And we hope to do that again this year and to make it a tradition. Uh, Something else our family has done in the past is to adopt a family in need. There are all sorts of organizations you can call who will have potential families in mind. I love giving to my family and friends, but there is something very fulfilling about giving to those in need and possibly even more so if it can be done anonymously. One family I know did something really cool with their older children. They gave them each $100 and asked them to give it anonymously to someone else. And then the family came together on Christmas to share the story about who they gave the money to and what made them choose that person. And I just love that idea. So, you know, if you have eight kids or something, you may want to make it more like $20 <laughs> or better yet, have them save up and spend their own money. Uh, the other thing we do with our kids, as I mentioned, is to gather around the fireplace in the evenings and read a picture book. But we also light our Advent wreath. We absolutely love ours. It's called the Cradle to Cross wreath. And so we'll have Heather put a link in the show notes to that. It's also possible to use this same wreath during Lent if your family celebrates that. They have an add-on that you can get for Lent. Cool. So we read a book, we light our candles, and if we missed a day, we just fill in those candles anyway. We're not... We're not stressing about it. (laughs) And then we sing and or listen to a Christmas song together. So I've asked Heather to create a Spotify playlist with my favorite Christ-exalting Christmas songs. Oh, fun. So check out the show notes to find that. I'll go ahead and tell you guys, there might be a few unexpected artists in there, but Honestly, I get really excited about hearing someone sing praises to God with great skill, regardless of whether or not they profess the name of Christ outside of that one song. I just, Mm -hmm. I love hearing Mm -hmm. beautiful Christmas songs sung by beautiful singers. So that's my disclaimer. Please don't fuss at me about my Christmas music list because I'll go to the mat about some of those songs. I'm just kidding. I won't. Um, I don't plan to fight anyone about Christmas music. That's that's a goal of mine. <laughs> and just as a bonus, uh, we've also included links to some of our favorite Christ-centered gifts. I'm not going to list them all, but I do want to mention Dwell, not only because they're one of our sponsors, mm-hmm. but because we absolutely love their company, their mission, and their products. Uh, they would be great stocking stuffers, and they're not just more plastic toys that will impale the bottoms of your feet. Exactly. So check out those in the link in the show notes uh, and be sure to get your discount. Use the code, get your discount on a Joel subscription. Also, husbands, if you're listening, I have a great gift idea for your wives that will encourage them spiritually and physically. I'm speaking to uh, some moms at a homeschool mom's retreat with a few of my friends in Destin, Florida on January 20th through 23rd. It's right on the beach at the San Destin Resort, which is a gorgeous resort. I've stayed there several times. Moms need a break. So what a gift for them to have a few days to rest and unwind on one of the world's most beautiful beaches. Trust me, giving her the gift of time for her to be able to get away with other moms for a few days is one that will serve her well and benefit your whole family because she's gotten some rest. Grandmothers, if you're looking for a thoughtful gift to give to your homeschooling daughters or daughters-in-law, this is it. Maybe offer to help out with the kiddos so she can have a well-deserved break. You guys can register online at homeschoolmomsretreat.com. Be sure to use the code GINGER for $30 off the standard rate or use the code GINGERVIP for $50 off the VIP rate. 
So again, register online at homeschoolmomsretreat.com and be sure to use the code GINGER for $30 off the standard rate or use the code GINGERVIP for $50 off the VIP rate. And of course, we'll put a link in the show notes to that as well. Now is the part of our show where we give a quick tip for parents. Today's quick tip is courtesy of me. Uh It's me today. I Uh know, but I actually, I can't take credit for this. (laughs) I got this idea from a friend of mine in Birmingham named Leanne, and she had this thing on her wall in her kitchen that had a stack of Christmas cards on it, but it wasn't a display of the cards. I could only see one card at the top of the stack. And she explained that her family takes all the Christmas cards they receive that year, and she puts them in a stack on that wall hanging and they cycle through them throughout the year and pray for a different family every day. Oh, wow. I love this. And so we, we started doing this as well. And I also add in prayer cards from our church that they pass out about different missionaries. Um, I've even had a sweet family member ask to be a write-in. And so we just wrote her name (laughs) on an index card and added it to our stack. So it's just been a really special way to remember others in our prayers throughout the year. If you have a quick tip for our show, we would love to hear from you. It can be any random tip about cooking, housekeeping, something you do with your kids, ideas for fun date nights with your spouse, anything at all. We would love to share your ideas on the podcast. Just go to gingerhubbard.com slash quick tips to submit those. Well, Ginger, it was our prayer that this episode would give families some ideas for how to celebrate Christ during this season and throughout the year. Next week, we'll talk about Santa just because we're gluttons for punishment. (laughs) Yes, we are. (laughs) But in the meantime, can you please leave us with a final word of encouragement? Sure. Christmas is the perfect season to teach our children about the birth of Jesus, why He came to earth, and what He's done for us. There are so many simple ways to do this and so many fun resources available to us. So don't let the opportunities pass. I encourage you to prepare ahead of time and be intentional about keeping Jesus Christ, our Lord, at the very center of your Christmas celebration. Let's show our children that nothing and no one is more worthy of celebrating than Jesus. Thank you so much, Ginger, and thank you to our listeners for joining us. If you enjoyed our show and want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. And while you're there, can you leave us a rating or a review? This is a huge help to get the word out about our podcast so that other parents can be encouraged to reach the hearts of their children. Do you have a parenting question? Well, we invite you to submit it at gingerhubbard.com slash askginger, and we'll do our best to answer it in a future episode. And while you're on the website, you can find our show notes, which will include links to anything we mentioned in today's episode. While you're on gingerhubbard.com, you can find Ginger's wonderful resources that will help you get to the heart of outward behavior and address it from a biblical perspective. Today, we're offering her parenting book, I Can't Believe You Just Said That, Biblical Wisdom for Taming Your Child's Tongue at a 10% discount when you use the code parenting at gingerhubbard.com. Ginger also offers a free discussion guide for this book on her website, which is great for book clubs and small group studies. If you'd like daily encouragement and parenting advice from Ginger, be sure to follow her on Instagram at ginger.hubbard. Ginger and I would love to lead a women's event at your church. We offer a one or two day conference as well as a full weekend retreat. If your church might be interested in hosting our women's conference or bringing Ginger in for a parenting conference, please fill out the contact form at gingerhubbard.com and we'll get back to you with more information. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to being with you again next week. Until then, may God bless you as you seek to reach the hearts of your children for the glory of God.